Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. What percentage of people do you think skip this? Just a couple of guys trying I mean, to analyze. Like the if they're using my or the same podcast program I do, it's very easy to skip. It's just, just two like, buttons, right? Like just 15, 15 or 30, 30. But I think a lot of people will like enjoy it. But like everyone, I'm in a pretty while. sure like 95 percent of the people skip through it. Yeah, it's a pretty long song. Yeah, they're gonna feel sorry for skipping it this time though. Ha 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 ha! They're gonna have to go back. Got <laughs> <laughs> to rewind and figure out when we started talking over this. Trying to think, when is there what what intro song do I ever actually bam, listen bam. to? There has to be some intro song that I I actually listen to. Um, in movies or TV shows, like. I generally skip stuff. Well, I mean, okay, but like when I listen to the Conan podcast, I always listen to that, that is song nice. because it's just, you know, Jack White. It sets White. the mood. It yeah. does set the mood. It's just Jack White. Like, fall this year. It's a beautiful song. Um, and I like their outro music. I'm trying to think of like another podcast that I listen to that has like, because some a of them just song. have, because some of them have pretty inconsequential theme music. It's like 10 seconds long. So I just kind stinger. of. Stinger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of any. But in terms of TV shows mm-hmm. that I'd never skipped the intro for, I have one very specific reference. I know I have one, but I can't think of mine. What's yours? Mine is The Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah. It was an animated TV show. Um, it is an animated... Oh, no, it was. It doesn't exist anymore. But it was an animated TV show um, on, I think, like Fox Kids or something like that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was a very well done Spider-Man cartoon. I think I spoke about it briefly last week. It's on Netflix for everybody to watch. And the theme song is just a banger. It's not... It's not... It's um, not... No, it's, it's not... No, that's not Batman. That's so stupid because you did Batman the Jackson Pine did X-Men. Spider-Man. It's so stupid. The only way I can think of it is by doing the Simpsons thing. Spider Pig, Spider Pig, yeah, Spider. Yeah, no, so um, that. the spectacular Spider Man theme song. Oh, it's, own thing. it's like one of those. Like, it's very early two thousands because this cartoon came out under in the two thousands. Um, it's like a punk rock esque kind of like um, that kind of era of music, right, right, like right. a very Fallout Boy, Motion City soundtrack kind of vibe. I'm into it, I'm into it. But man, the theme song, I think. Is just so much fun. I'm trying to pull it out. Hold on. I, I can't, for some reason I can't find it on YouTube. I think Scrubs, but Scrubs is like a one that's like short. I can't do this all on my own because I'm no Superman. Yeah, I'm no Superman. I didn't even watch that show, and I know that, and I know that theme song. That's weird. I've never seen. Is it worth watching? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Okay, because I, I I gave it a chance because it's on Disney Plus, and for some reason I didn't start from season one. That's great. I know it's a weird choice because I vaguely remember watching some episodes like when I was a kid, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when it first came out back in two thousand and three, oh, pre nine eleven. Oh, pre nine eleven. Yeah. Ooh. Season one was. 
they had. I remember this because they had a podcast during COVID. They talked about how oh we filmed this nine eleven after nine eleven. <laughs> no, really, they're like this episode where we're being silly was at nine eleven. It felt oh, weird. Right, right, right. But yeah, well, two thousand one. Um, yeah, I remember watching the first few episodes here and there. So I, I got, I get the show. They're doctors, they're doctors. Yeah, like, it. and I kind of get the tone ish kind of thing. So I kind of just jumped in at like season five. Or that's something. too much. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, I watched like one episode of season five and I'm like, nope, don't know anybody. There's too much context. I feel like there are that there's some continuation happening here, even though sitcoms don't usually do that. Um, I think you can start from the beginning. Yeah, it's a little rough, but not as rough as a lot of shows. And then season two is fantastic already onwards i don't have the, i don't have that much time and i'm kind of like already committed to 24 so like oh i think i'm gonna make Rachel i'm i'm that. i'm very much on that train right now of like <laughs> i'm almost done with season one wow and like uh are you sitting and watching are you like um, just focusing and watching not really like 60 percent of the time i'm focusing 40 percent mm. of the time i'm just kind of doing my own thing okay um but it's the kind of show where you can do that. Yeah. Sort of. Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I wanted to play the, the theme song off of the thing. I, let me find it on Netflix. Spectacular Spider-Man. Yes. Let me just fast forward and then not skip intro. So there's like a cold open? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right. Are there horns? Am I hearing horns? Elect- electric guitar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. cool yeah. now we have now we have two theme songs that people will skip through in our show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was a super it's like a something about it just speaks to my childhood and like i never skipped that theme song that one and um give me some more for tired to a dream give me some more to run out of steam somebody say yeah, i skipped yeah. that one i skipped that one really i yep. fucking love that theme song mm. i yeah i just love the i, I like love it. the opening lyrics give me some rope tie it to a dream Give me some hope to run out of steam. Oh my god, it's like a beautiful line. I never really listened to it. I figured, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me a hope. Give me some rope. rope. You to give Tie me it to a dream. I don't even know what's wrong with give me a hope. <laughs> and then I, all of a sudden, I want to segue into Instagram again, Adam, because I can't do this. Anyway, theme songs. Theme songs. Scrub Stan. Um, how was your week, John? Not bad. Not bad. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but I watched a little bit of the UFC. <laughs> and my question to you, Nathan, is at which point do we let a woman fight a man? I think the point we I think we've reached that point. Like we've reached the point of Amanda Nunes. <laughs> yes, this girl is amazing. Like obviously, if you don't give a shit about MMA, it's whatever. But like, there's this girl from Brazil who destroys anyone they put in front of her. Like, yeah, it's not, like, she not get even touched. a question. She doesn't get the, touched. But the only but I mean, Valentino Shevchenko touched her a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they fought twice, and like the second time was really, really, really close. Right. A lot of people say that if Valentino, uh, if Valentina Shevchenko and Amanda Nunes get a trilogy, they still don't really know who's going to win. That's because it's been that close both times. And I'd, Amanda won twice. I'd rather see her fight a dude. So think about it. Amanda won twice, both by decision. Right. 
But and she even warranted a rematch, even though the first match was lost by a decision. That's, that's how that's, that's how close it was, and that's how impressive Amanda Nunes is as a right. fighter. Just because like she she's beating everyone that they're throwing at her. They're getting people from different like companies and throwing them at her. Yeah, and exactly. She's just destroying them. I mean, she had a championship defense match with assume against a person from a, some Australian chick. Yeah, who I assume was supposed to be good. Megan Anderson. Oh, well, she was. She, Didn't touch her. She's been known for like taking advantage of her reach, her size, and using that to her advantage. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah. The moment you get hit by Amanda Nunes, like everything, the reality just changes. Look, I just want to see her fight a man. I think, you know what? I mean, realistically, if you want to watch that, just watch her training footage. She almost exclusively spars with men. Uh, I know what I'm doing after this then. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I just want to see her like have a competitive bout against a dude. Maybe, maybe like a top 10 dude. Maybe they don't even have to be the same weight class. Maybe Mighty she- Mouse. Yeah. Ooh, why do he's I want to t- see he's that? He's small, right? He's yeah, like why do I want to smaller see that than her, right? <laughs> yeah. Why do I want to see that now, Amanda Nunes fighting Mighty Mouse? I'm telling you, dude, just her against any dude. Like, I think it'd be great. Like, she can have like a 10-pound advantage or something. I don't know. Yeah. But come on, if we're going for equality, let's let's, let's make a fight. It would be pretty be it would be it would be pretty crazy. It would be pretty crazy. I'm I'd be super down. But yeah, like the, there was a huge UFC event last weekend and it was interesting. I just wish more people cared about it, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's the, it's like the one thing that like I'm I can really get into, but like it's not very fun because there's not a lot of people to talk about it with. Why don't you join a gym? <laughs> Why don't you learn it and then you'll probably have tons of friends who would be into it. Yeah, but I don't like those kind of people. <laughs> Well, there's your answer. <laughs> you want like those? You you, you want to talk to me basically? Like couch potato? <laughs> no, 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 not that. It's just that like the people that are like way too into it are like that's their whole life type of people. No, it's more so like this is, it's a certain personality type that doesn't quite like gel with me. It's no, like, I feel it's you. like a very bro, yeah, energy that yeah. like scares me a little bit. No sense of subtlety. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know what about it. Like I, maybe I'm threatened by it it's because it challenges your masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just know that like I don't love being around that too much. Like that, that's fair, that dude. very bro energy, you know. Like I don't feel like I ever had that. I don't feel like I ever understood it. Um makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. It's okay. That's why I'm your friend. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where like I wish more people were into it so that you know you can like talk about it a little bit more. But literally nobody cares because it's fist fighting. <laughs> it's the most like I mean, if the point of sports is to show how better a person is than another person, the purest form of that MMA is, is MMA. the most distilled form because it is one against one. Yeah, like regardless of the teams, regardless of everything, it's one v one, and just no no fish hooking. And it's like 70% mental. That's yeah. the part that fascinates. I realized something, and I know you guys don't care about MMA, so I won't talk too much about <laughs> specifics. But I realized something when I was watching the fights this past weekend. I have very little um, technical knowledge. Sure. I have very little technical knowledge of what's going on. Um, I, I miss half of the hits in terms of like, I, nev- I, I can never tell you hundred, with 100% surety whether something landed or not. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like that's how like bad my technical, the technical side of things is for me. I mean, that's weird because you can just hear it and see no, it. No, but sometimes like, you know, it, it whiffs. 
or like it hits the hand yeah, yeah. or it like hits the side and like the announcers don't say anything. Right, right, you right. You know, things like that. Yeah, like yeah. I'm very much like I'm, I, I need to be guided through the process to really understand what's happening. Yeah. Even though I watch a lot of fights, mm-hmm. but I still don't really get the technical aspect of things. Like once they get on the ground, I roughly know what's happening. That's so weird. I feel so backwards. Like when they're, I feel like on the stand up, I kind of get, I get what's happening. I guess I watch a lot of boxing maybe. But then like, when they get in the ground, I'm like, uh, who's oh, no, winning? No. The, the point I'm trying to make is that either way, I yeah, the, don't really know what's happening. Right. Not really. Like, not very much. I'm like a bit more than like a complete newbie. Yeah. But like not enough to like warrant how big of a fan I am. Yeah. But then I realized as I was watching the fight is that like what I watch for more than anything else is just like the mental warfare. Oh, okay. And like this and like two minds, two hearts clashing essentially. And trying to dominate it is very the other. It is so fucking intriguing. It's so compelling to watch that. Because beyond, you know, the technical and the speed and all that stuff, all the athleticism, which is beautiful and poetic to watch uh, uh, um, by itself, the aspect of it that I'm most drawn to is these two people that have spent the last two, three months thinking about this person almost exclusively, mm. you know, and like trying to figure out this one human being as a person, not just as a fighter, but as a person, how to break them down as a person and how to understand them as a person and how to conquer them as a person. Something about that, I find absolutely fascinating. And I find that more so than anything, I, w- I look for that when I watch fights. <laughs> like I, I'm barely like registering all the technical things. I'm just looking at like how they're looking at each other, how they're talking to each other. Oh, so, you, so to you, it's like a romance. It's, 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 it's drama. It's romantic. It's drama, man. It's tension. And the more invested you are in the characters, the better it is, right? Like when um, you're in the beginning of a relationship, your first six months, yeah, you're obsessed with them. You want to figure them out. Same as like a fight camp, I guess. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's totally true. I get, I get that. I just love the psychological clash between two people. You so rarely see that in its purest yep. form, you know? Unless you, you watch see- The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Like you see people like camera. talking a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. You see people hiding behind a lot of like different things. But to see like the most distilled, pure, um, like let's sort this shit out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something about that is crazy. Like just this past weekend, there was one fight in the ver- it was buried in the under undercard. Mm-hmm. But this one guy straight up, while he was dominating on top and ground and pounding the guy below him, he called him out for domestic abuse. Uh. Yeah. What did he say? And the camera caught it. Well, yeah, it's so quiet in there. So yeah. what did he say? He was like, I heard you beat a woman in 2018. And I was like, <laughs> like, uh, she, I, I, someone sent me the And they're straight just up talking. W- while they're fighting. While he was wailing on him. And I was like, wow. This is for her. Is that, did he say that? Like, might as well. Right. But, was, you know, things like that. It's just, it's, it's TV, man. That's fun. TV. <laughs> See, now I know you can talk shit. Now, I'm, now I kind of want to get into the fight game. <laughs> Just I want to like how can you fight with people? It's like oh man, Khabib talks shit all the time. He does right. He's like it's time to give up. Khabib talks shit all the time. He'll talk shit, ask them a question, and then ask them why they're answering his question. You're in a fight. Why are you answering my question? Come on, what are you doing? (laughs) Come on. But yeah, speaking about TV and drama, speaking about TV and drama and all the all the you know things that go into TV and drama. Go into TV and drama. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, the big Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan? Haven't seen it yet. I've been meaning to, but it looks pretty dramatic. I, I mean, the biggest soundbite was like, "Oh, they were worried my baby would be black or whatever." Yeah, oh, they're worried prob- how dark my baby would be. What the fuck? Yeah, that's probably the biggest soundbite. But like, oh man, 
it's such a it's such a weird thing because I know so many people are critical about it mm-hmm. regarding the aspect of why is this a big TV event? You know, it's some, something right. about it feels exploitative. To who? To like us. <laughs> to uh, like the viewers? Yeah, they're exploiting us. Yeah. How, how so? Because like I don't want to waste my time with this shit. <laughs> 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 to watch it <laughs> but they hype it up so much that's what i'm saying the tv machine makes it so that like you have to watch it because everyone is covering it and yeah. like i've literally not thought about harry and megan for the entire time i've been alive and like now you can't get enough of them now i just and like it's yeah uh, whatever i'm happy they were able to say what they had to say yeah i'm happy that they had that platform. so you watched the full interview not the full interview i watched Highlights. like maybe eight minutes of it um, like snippets, essentially, like collectively eight to ten minutes of it yeah. to just kind of get, you know, it's the hard to important be a princess, parts. Man. It's hard to be a black princess. Is my takeaway <laughs> from my takeaway of not seeing it is that it's hard to be a black princess. My big question was like, what did she think she was getting into? Yeah, like was she like, you? oh, it's just Harry. He's not yeah. next in line. Like, would you? He's marry third into in the line. royal family. Me? Fuck yeah, yeah. Be so rich, get to hang out, do stuff, wear oh, a tuxedo. God. I want to like, I want to wear a top hat. Like the idea I'll of live in marrying, a castle. the idea of marrying into royalty, or just spotlight. Beyond, yeah, beyond royalty, spotlight. You yeah. know, be, the idea of marrying into like immediate spotlight. Because think of Meghan Markle; she went from like daytime TV star, mm-hmm. okay, fine, not but pre primetime TV star, yeah, semi prime. It's USA, man. Who gives a shit? Yeah, USA yeah. Network TV star <laughs> to. Primetime interview on Oprah for seven million dollars. Yeah, that's another thing. They got paid seven million dollars to wow, do the interviews. So you know, like, there's parts of it that seem a bit like, eh, this is like, like a lot of this seems just a bunch of pit- a bunch of rich people bitch- bitching. Is what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe we're not the ones being exploited, even though yeah, we kind of are. Kind of hard to scan that, but, but yeah. something is being exploited here. Something just feels icky. Is what you're <laughs> like saying. something about it feels icky. Like. But let me clarify that I am happy that they were able to say <laughs> what they had to say. Yeah. Because what they had to say was important. I'm happy they had to, they, they were able to say that. But, you know, Twitter exists. <laughs> like. Yeah, but this is a chance to talk to Oprah. I guess. You turned out a chance to talk to Oprah. I guess. It was just like so much of the whole, like, we don't want to be part of the royal family was because we don't want to be in the spotlight. You mm. know? And then they go on the biggest primetime talk show thing in, in recent memory. Yeah. They're all like, we're leaving this country because we don't want the attention. Yeah. Right to Oprah's couch. I don't... It's such a strange part. But I again, I know they had important things to say. <laughs> and I'm happy they said them. Because what goes on in the royal family is messed up. But yep. again, there's Twitter. They're putting the throne on blast. The more roundabout way is there's also <laughs> season five of The Crown. Why don't you do that? Season eight. It would probably, probably season nine, really. Somewhere up there. Time jump. You know, season four to five can be a oh. big time jump. She should, like, play herself. Right? Yeah. Like, why not? Why waste the opportunity? You finally have a royal who's, like, a decent actress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suits. Yeah. Did you ever watch Suits? I did. I watched the first like three seasons. People, good. people tell me it's good, but yeah. it looks. You wouldn't dumb. like it. Okay. You wouldn't like it. No. Um. I, I I mostly watched it for the suits. They looked good. I mean, I would hope so. 
You know, you know, there's a video of is it Harry? Yeah, pretty sure it's Harry. Because um, him and his brother both served in the military. Mm-hmm. Like, and Harry, he fucking flew Apaches in Afghanistan. And there's this video of him giving an interview and then being called, and he just runs, like, rips the microphone off, runs to his Apache, and takes off. <laughs> That's my prince, man. <laughs> I'll follow that dude. That's pretty badass. <laughs> That's pretty badass. He looked fucking fit in his uniform, too. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but the, the, the big things that they were bringing up were um, uh, that there was no assistance in terms of taking care of their mental health mm. and the massive toll that it takes on yep. your mental health when you are, you know, flung into the spotlight, A, B, destroyed by British media, which is very different. I don't know if you guys pay attention to British media. They're dicks. But it's very different from, it's like, say, local Asian media. Definitely closer to the U.S. media, but like... Uh, they're, they're really different species. Yeah. They're just really nasty. It's similar to the U.S. media in the yeah. sense that there is that much of it, but the U.K. media is like... There's a, there's a different spirit to it. It almost feels like they're, they're constantly coming from this angle that there's a huge chip on their shoulder. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's constantly this angle with a lot of U.K. news that like they are upset... Or like you they want more, yeah. Or like the subject of of their news needs to constantly feel guilt or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, and because I'm exposed to this a little bit because of uh, watching the soccer's, they always they they always tear, they love their football, but they always they love tearing down their football stars more. It's weird. Yeah. So fuck them. How did he tear them down? Then they just like expose them, like they fucking do like hidden camera shit. Uh, talk about Jimmy Ronaldo taking a shit. Yeah, yeah, that was from 2006. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know, you want to know the time, Nathan? Oh my God! What? Oh, oh my God. God! I didn't even notice this whole time. That's because it's stealthy. It's it's mostly because I don't care about watches. Exactly. But <laughs> I did it. I bought an Apple Watch. You bought an Apple Watch. I, I love how long, it. How long has it been? An hour. <laughs> oh, you literally just got it. Yeah, we were like, "What time are you record? Let me record it this time because I got to go do something. That do Ooh. something was buy an Apple Watch. I like it. But I will say, I was in the Apple Store for like an hour. Like trying on different straps, and now that I picked this strap, I'm like, should have picked a different strap. <laughs> Fucking hate that. Don't people have multiple straps? Yeah, so isn't I, that yeah like they're not thing? that expensive, so I can get new ones. But I'm just like, I figured I'm like, let me get a boring one. I'm also like 99 sure that you can find like cheaper custom yeah, probably, straps online right. because like they're not interfaced with the device. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's I, just even, I even asked the dude. I'm like, are there third party ones? He's like, shit ton. I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> so much. I'm sure there is because like the everything you buy at the Apple Store comes with like a weird fucking premium. Yeah. Well, like this you, one came free like, at least, so. W- when you're paying for shit at the Apple store, you're paying for, like, the weird flower pot as well. And, like, the, the, the marble flower, staircase. Me, the flower pot. Oh, the, the inside the store. And, like, the, 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 the trees. Uh, I did two <laughs> things today trees. that I haven't done since COVID started, which, one, go to the Apple store. Uh-huh. You know they just walk you to a spot and you can't move, and each customer has to have an Apple employee with them? Literally a one-to-one ratio. How or many, at least a one-to-like a party. How many fucking employees there are there in so that store? There's so many, dude. There's, like, 50 of them. Jeez. It's crazy. You ever been? I, rec- I I vaguely recall there being like a lot of staff, but not like one for each customer. One for each customer. They have wow. to have, it has to be one to each customer because the customer can't walk around the store. So this, the employee has to bring them all the stuff. Customers can't walk around the store. Nope. Why? They're like, here, stand on this spot next to one of those table thingies. But why? Uh, COVID exposure. I don't know. But that makes no sense because yeah. literally everywhere else does not have those rules. I don't know. 
See, Apple doing it again, just making up their own rules and like just making sure that you follow their rules. It's it's their system, and I'm telling you. Look, as long as you give they, me pretty interfaces, I like, will be a sheeple for whatever you they want. They fucking do it with their devices, their software, and their stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. nowhere else in this country do you have to stand... Like, when I enter a shopping mall, I'm not like... I'm not then like put into a box and then like told to point at the things that I want and then them brought to me. That does sound pretty I sweet think, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> dude, it was pretty great. I was like, can I see that, that, and that? And like, I'll be right with you. I'm like, it's like I have a butler. <laughs> um, I want that to be like the supermarket. <laughs> like go to the supermarket, just stand in a box and go like broccoli, carrots, lemons, <laughs> avocados, but two days ripe avocados. And then just like wait for them to come. It sounds like... While they're picking their fruit for you. It's, it sounds like you want a- online shopping, but better. Yeah. I, I, never, I, I never buy produce online because I feel like that's hit or miss. Mostly I miss. still haven't done online groceries. You're, that's weird. To this day. Why? The only thing I've bought in terms of online groceries is oat milk. And... That's because like, that's you wanted a specific brand. Yeah. Yeah. Oat milk and uh, toilet paper once, I think. I was going to say, like, toilet paper is the main reason to buy online. No, I still get it at the store. You're just a guy who's just like, look at me, everyone. I got to poop. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I know everyone poops. I mean, there's a book about it. No, okay, but, but see, I feel like that only happens if you are carrying nothing but toilet but, paper. Nothing but, yeah. But usually I'm carrying toilet paper and a bunch of other things. So it's like, you know, it's just, just groceries. A facade. to, to, to Exactly. You to poop, you're exactly. like, uh, I'm going to take this toilet paper and this pack of gum. And, uh, just this. No, but see, it, 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 it does change the context. Snickers bar. If, you, if I'm only carrying toilet paper, then I am the man that needs to poop. Yep. If I'm carrying like toilet paper and like four other bags of things, yep. I'm just a man of groceries. Yeah. What's the most awkward stuff you could carry from a grocery store? That just would promote lots of questions. Uh, I mean, there's the traditional um, pregnancy test, hanger, lighter combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the entire case of condoms, like the whole box, you know, <laughs> the whole like the box the that display. Com- the box that has the boxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Supermarkets are pretty like they they their products are all fairly innocuous. Ice cream. Just a lot of drain, drain uncloggers. <laughs> Ice cream, condoms, and dog food. I would think a lot of dr- like dr- like like a, like a like a significant amount of drain unclogging liquid would probably draw some attention. Yeah, just like two two hand two handing it. Yeah, and toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I think th- those in general. If you have a toilet unclogger, whenever you have to buy it, it's essentially admitting that you take troublesome shits. Yeah. You need you need help is what they're saying. Yeah, or like you're dropping too much hair in your oh, toilet bowl or something. Is that what my heart rate is? Anyway, Thanks, so Apple yeah, how, how is how is the Apple Watch life? Yeah, so far it's pretty good. It's very comfy. I mean, that was the main thing. Like, I was thinking about it a long time, and I had a friend who had one. I'm like, hey, can I just try it on real quick? He's like, sure. I'm like, that's super comfortable. Now I have an Apple Watch. It's who, great. I have never once factored comfort into my watch wearing you don't wear watches yeah i know but like <laughs> i don't think that's something that people factor into like their watch experience yeah i or guess like, like the watch lifestyle i don't think comfort yeah, 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 is yeah. a priority not for those type of people but if you're if you're deciding whether you want to wear a watch or don't want to wear a watch then comfort should be right i guess that's normal yeah i but forgot i forgot what you said last week what was like the the main reason why you wanted one uh i just want to be able to like i, I want to pull out my phone less Right. And, but I want to know the essentials. I want to know if someone messaged me and what time my next appointment is and stuff. Got it. And I want to be able to like, um, like listen to an audio book and be able to control it super quickly. 
you know what I mean? Wait, how does it control your music? It interfaces of your phone, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and your Bluetooth is connected to your phone. Yes, yeah, so it's like a control thing. Yeah, it's not. Ins- okay, so your your Bluetooth is connected to your phone, but your watch is connected to your. I don't phone. know. If it's, I don't know if it's Bluetooth per se. Like I don't know if it's if it's like Apple's magic or whatever. Like what is? What are your earbuds connected to? Your watch? Oh, or the your phone? phone. Right. So you still have the, have the phone on you. Right. You know. Okay. But yeah. So everything is connected to the phone. You're just interfacing with it through the watch. Yeah. Got it. But I had my first WhatsApp message. That I responded via the Apple Watch, and it was so exciting. Yeah. I was like, they were like, reply. I hit reply, and they were like, record. And I was like, okay, thank you. Send. I was like, yeah. Oh, there's no keyboard that they comes made it up. Text. You can draw apparently. Draw. Yeah, like you draw symbol by symbol. Ah, uh, right. I'd rather just talk. Right. And apparently, can you can, you can, can you dictate. Like, yeah, yeah, dictates. Okay. And it, and I'm, I can't wait because apparently there's walkie-talkie. Like, I can just talk to someone with an Apple Watch. It's like, <laughs> hello, John, over. How are you doing, over? But is it like air, is it like airdrop where they have to be close by? Or yeah, I think can so. Be anybody they have to be close by. How close? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Because if it's airdrop distance, then I find it, it's probably pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can raise. Okay, wait. Oh, I just realized. Just bring your Apple Watch close to your mouth and make your request. But also, don't you remember this walkie-talkie feature in like very early smartphones? Like I never not, had one of those, but I knew that was a thing. But yeah. I never, I never like, had remember. One th- I, I remember very, 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 very much that this was a thing. This was like around like early iPhone days, like mm. with, like back when it was called. Oh, still smartphones? I thought it was before smartphones. It was around the edge of that. Like so, it was around the time the first iPhone came right. out, but before anyone called smartphones. What smartphones. is that function called? Push to talk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was called Push to Talk, PTT. And a lot of people were advertising it as this like economical way to communicate with people mm-hmm. without having to call them back when like texting cost 50 cents each yeah. and uh, like calling costed money. And the internet just changed everything. You know, now you, just call, yeah, now you just call people through your data yeah. and you pay too much money for data and that's a different problem. But anyway... They're always finding a way to suck us dry. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to play with it much yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. You can, like, change timers, the faces. You can, like can make timers. it, like, you can make it Mickey. I did. You can do that. I saw that. <laughs> so cool. How does that work? Does Is that, like, a partnership between Disney and Apple, or is that, like, just big companies being bros to each other? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, why is it that one of the default designs... Because it's such an iconic watch, Apple right? watch is Mickey Mouse. Let me see. Let me bring it up. Let me bring up the old mouse... What if it's like? What if we just didn't know? But it's actually off-brand Mickey. It does. It's not actually Mickey. It's Mickey. Oh, it's super Mickey. Yeah. It just Ooh. makes me question. Like, what is this oh. like corporate web that like Mickey is a default thing on the Apple? Well, Watch. he's like dancing. Yeah, his hands. He's like, are this like, is the time, and yeah. he's tapping his toes. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> oh man. Um, what would have? What would have to happen? Um, for you to fake your own death? This is a very specific question, and I like it. Yes. What would have to happen for me? I mean, obviously, if my life is in danger, mm. I mean, that's the main thats the main thing I can think of. Right. Or even for the story. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the story. Okay, fine. I guess the more specific question is, how would you fake your own death? <sighs> I've never really given much thought. Yeah, really? Not yeah. at all? And honestly, I want to talk about this and delay the reason why you're asking this as long as possible, just because it seems fun. Oh no, there's no reason. Oh, okay. There's absolutely no reason. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, let's skip, skip right past that. <laughs> I just oh. want to talk about something other than watches. <laughs> Maybe it's Shawshank Redemption style. Like if I'm in prison and I escape and I fake my own death and they stop looking for me, if I perform some kind of robbery. Mm. 
See, like, I'm almost positive that if I want to do this, I need to, like, first befriend people in shipping. In shipping? Yeah. Because, like, practically, if I wanted to fake my own death, I have to leave this country. This sure. country is too small. And I'm, right. too, and I'm, like, straight up, I'm just too famous to, like, disappear in this country. What if you just l- never left this room? I'd be depressed, though. I mean, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you, got, you do. If you got fake your own death, you got fake your own death. And then that person from across the window just goes like, "Keep your blinders there closed." He is. <laughs> we found him. We did it, America. But yeah, practically, yeah, I'm too famous in this country sure. to ever disappear in this country. You can go to Malaysia. Arguably, I'm like, arguably, like, like even if you're not like crazy, because like, I'm like in terms of the the fame scale, I'm like a four, maybe, like in Singapore. Okay, fine. In Singapore, I'm like a six or yeah. seven. In terms eight, of I the guess. in terms of the global context, I'm like somewhere between a three and a four. That's generous. In terms of yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the global context, I'm definitely like lower in the scale. But still, that is way too high if you want to disappear completely, mm. because people have been found and they are just put on the news for a few weeks. You know. So for someone to have, like, a history of, like, public appearances, it would be much harder for me to do it. Yeah, like Jack Ma. Jack Ma was gone for, like, a week, and then people were like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Got him. So I would definitely have to make friends with someone in shipping, because that's my ticket out of here. Like, I can't just, like, take a plane. I'd so have to, like... Paper trail. Yeah, I'd have to, like, hide in a container somewhere. Mm. Um, so that's the first step. So I you have to leave the country illegally? Yes. Okay. Well, well I didn't think about the first possibility of just leaving the country then disappearing <laughs> yeah but i mean then they'll have a trail yeah then they so thought where, you're really ahead then of the they game. know where to start looking right yeah so it's mm-hmm. best to start here befriend someone in shipping um kill uh, that person eventually well no i do you want to try and minimize like, as you leave the, the ship just like you want to like minimize the deaths you know just just, just pay this person enough money that they will not feel obligated to talk right um and then I guess Brazil, you know, there's enough Asians there where it won't really be. That's true. Like weird, but also none or, of or them are Asian enough. None of them are culturally Chinese enough to give a shit yeah. about who I am. Yeah, I feel like you could blend in there. Right. I was, I was thinking, why don't you just go to China because there's a lot of Chinese people there, and all you people look the same. I suppose, but like the likelihood of me being able to hide in China is the government will always know where you are. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, okay, <laughs> other than watches and. Disappearing. Have you been following this stuff with like fucking Lola Bunny from Space Jam? <laughs> this is the dumbest story that makes me so angry. <laughs> have you? I have. I have. And I have only one thought about it. I'm happy it's happening because Lola Bunny fucked me up as a child. I was so attracted to her. Yeah. And like it just, it, 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 it bugs. It just put so many conflicting thoughts in my head as a a young adult and an adult yeah you know like why was i so sexually attracted to that rabbit because that's what they wanted (laughs) exactly and now conservatives want to get want to get mad at people for desexualizing a cartoon bunny there's two things i want to talk about that's pissing me off and i'm not obviously we're not i mean i'm not gonna say we're not political but it's like I'm not really like okay. The serious aspect of the serious aspect of this is that people, a lot of people who are uh, on the right side of things, are using examples like this to show that the world is falling apart. 
by showing that like, oh, they're trying to like destroy everything. They're trying to like say that this is wrong and that is wrong and telling us how to live our lives and telling us that like this is no longer okay and that's no longer okay because like the people on the far right want to create this narrative that your world is getting smaller and smaller because the powers that be are trying to control the world when that is not fucking true because first of all the the space jam thing was just born out of your own confusion (laughs) second thing there was some there was a big controversy of dr seuss yeah that's what i also want to talk about big controversy of dr seuss and i and i was listening to a whole bunch of sound bites of like 15, 20 over like far right people, not even far right, just right people saying like, ah, now they're canceling Dr. Seuss. Now they're saying that Dr. Seuss is too blah, blah, blah. Now they're saying that Dr. Seuss is not about this constantly. Yeah. And I just researched it for five seconds. Yeah. And I see that no one told Dr. Seuss to do anything. Yes. Dr. Seuss made this, the, doc, the Dr. Seuss estate State. made this decision independent of any push. They were just like, hey, these are not great. No one called attention to these. Yep. Literally, no, they were like, hey, look at these. Not great. We're going to take these out for a while. Yeah. And okay. then that's it. And like because of that, like th- these narratives are being drawn that like, oh, these powers are trying to control your life. They're trying to make things so that, you know, I don't fucking... It's, it's endlessly frustrating. Yes, sir. It is endlessly frustrating because um, uh, it's like trying to build conspiracies out of nothing, which I guess has kind of been the MO for the longest time, and I shouldn't be surprised. Okay, so assuming we could find a reasonable right-wing person, they would say something like, oh, yeah, no one's making the Seuss estate doing, but because of the state of snowflakes and the prevalent left-wing media, Dr. Seuss are censoring themselves. Isn't that worse? To which case, I would be like, fuck you. And also, like, it's fine. You know what? They're, they're, they're talking about Chinaman, and the Chinaman in the book is yellow. <laughs> like yellow, like more yellow than The Simpsons, with a fucking like Q ponytail, whatever thing. It's bad. So I don't. Yes. I don't mind Chinese people being depicted as yellow skinned. That's just on you, man. No, I personally don't mind it because I personally never found it offensive. Mm. Um, it's not inaccurate, you know. Like it's not in. It's not completely inaccurate. Like I'm not gonna be mad if like they painted like a. Oh, I can't say I can't speak for black people, but um, like That's another thing they did. Like when I grew up with like Tintin comics, and like the Asian characters were like yellower than the white people. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, it's they, the caricature nature that's problematic. We have different skin tones, and they were talked to like normal people. It's just that if you draw a picture of a cartoon, you kind of want to make it clear. So, like, I understand it. You know, there's other ways of doing it. You know, facial features that are not exaggerated. But it, anyway. Um, we have smaller eyes so like drawn next to a cartoon of circular eyes it makes sense that you would give the Asian characters slit eyes there's ways of doing it Magic School Bus made realistic Asian cartoons yeah and they had tiny ass eyes too no but like I mean have you seen the photo from Dr. Seuss and her skin was yellow too (laughs) like it was like it was her skin was like this color Compared to like, uh, I'm pointing Beige. at the thing in the room. Yes, <laughs> her skin was like a light yellow, as opposed to the uh, non-Asian characters that was like a beige. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, like, and I see nothing wrong with that. That's a kind but of, but like a, I said, but the Doctor yeah. Seuss one was yellow, yellow, like mustard yellow. Yeah, that's wrong. Okay. And then the black people were black, black, and they had like minstrel lips. And also, it was six books out of 150 total books. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the minstrel. Uh, 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 Depiction, mm. yeah, that one was fucked. The Asian depiction, I didn't 
see the colorized version. I wasn't speaking about Doctor Seuss specifically, but just saying that like I'm generally not offended if I see a cartoon Asian person and it was colored vaguely yellow. I don't get offended by that. I'm like, okay. Like, that's... I mean, we, we have different skin. So let me just really quickly show Nathan. And I'll, yep. There you go. That's the before and after. Because mm-hmm. they edited Before they removed it, I think they edited it. Or, or, or maybe that's the finalized one. But yeah, one is like... They made the they they kept the features and they made the skin tone just like the pa- the color of the paper and one is just yellow like mustard. Mm. He's thinking about it. I don't know what it's I'm processing. Like, it's like okay, what I find vaguely problematic about this and I, I want to recognize that I'm not personally offended by this mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that other people can't be mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of a perspective of if say I was someone that was offended by this I would not be offended by the color of his skin I'd be offended by his weird the wardrobe hat, ponytail it, it all comes together like the weird hat ponytail situation is a little extreme um, the color of the skin the eyes everything else it makes sense if you're drawing a cartoon of an Asian person that's how I'd do it too. The dressing may be a little bit like on the nose, but hey, if I'm trying to show kids this is a Chinese person, it's also, it's like maybe o- I give them Chinese clothes. <laughs> it's just like it's just an oversimplification. It's I don't know. It's, it's a weird. kid's book. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're It's a kid's book. Everything is simplified. <laughs> Nathan's are right. Everything in kids' books are simplified. I'm not saying that that doesn't mean they can't be deep. I'm just this saying that don't be surprised when you get upset of a simplified depiction a in a China kid's book. man who eats with sticks. That's what Dr. Seuss said. And there's a Chinese man that eats a Chinese boy that eats a with China sticks. man who eats with sticks is the 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 line. There's the problem, Chinaman. Yeah. That is that I found I found the part that finally offends me. That's the part that is problematic. And a bit of the hat the yellow dip colorization, maybe not so much. The chopsticks, not so much. Because, you know, all those things are true to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now they changed it to a Chinese boy who eats with sticks. Anyway. Anyway. But, but wait, just the Lola Bunny thing is just so weird. They're, they're like, look, don't take away my hot bunny. Yeah. I figured people who find that attractive will still find ways to jerk off to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why like a lot of it is fueled by this the same Dr. Seussian sentiment yes. of just like there's another thing, you know, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. have to fight for it because it's another thing. It's it's not just le- this fucking what, let will, what the, will they take next? Let the bunny be a cartoon. <laughs> They're like they lengthened her shirt and they they lessened her bosom. Yeah. <sighs> I'm okay with this. The message are you sending to your daughters? I'm okay with this. I'd rather a rabbit <laughs> not be sexy. <laughs> just I can just, just imagine a, a just a Southern American dude explain to his daughter why this is wrong. You see why this is wrong with America, honey? You this is how this is what real women bunnies look like. <laughs> okay, see, see them furry fu- fu- titties. <laughs> By the way, when are you gonna get your titties bigger? Because this is what a real uh, I don't understand. It's fucking weird. It's very very strange. It's so strange. Hey, man, this is Biden's America. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Biden. Thank you so much. Um, oh, man. So, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't have a dog in this fight, really. It's just... 
it's just one of those things where like I try not I try not to look at it too hard because yeah. it's it's just infinitely frustrating. It's so infinitely frustrating and you just kind of hope and pray that it doesn't seep into your world. <laughs> but <laughs> it it always eventually does. Um how has like how has the week been because like I just realized that like I have a little bit of a whopper of a week coming up that uh. I'm not entirely prepared for. Well, but a part of me is kind of just like, yeah, let it go. Let it happen. That's good. Yeah. Um, I realized this week that I haven't had a day off in a month. Nice. It's good, but it's tiring. I know, but like, it's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, and, and like a lot of days, maybe like a good, maybe like a good number of days I'll have like, oh, you know, one class, which mm-hmm. is a two and a half hour thing, three hours all told. And I'm like, that's fine. So it's easy. But it's just like, yeah, like literally not a day off, like no weekends, no weekdays, just all go, 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 go. And it's been very tiring, but it's good to, to adjust. One, of, of obviously it's good to be busy. Yeah. But it just means that like I need to like be more precious about my time off, like be more, have yeah. a more delineated line. But it's also great. Okay, like, like, and this will only apply to like people with like uh, with similar Freelance-y job types who, as yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, not so much to like the, like those of you that have real jobs that have like structure and schedules and things like that. <laughs> um, but for people in our industry, people that uh, have schedules like ours, mm. whenever like I hear things like that, it's like, yeah, I'm sure it sucks right now, but also like that's great. Yeah, 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 because we have the most disproportionate amount of free time compared to like any other job. It's just super irregular. It's very irregular, and like there can be times where like it's not unfeasible to think that I will be sitting on my ass for a whole month, you know, mm. possibly depressed, possibly going crazy. I don't know what. It's very <laughs> unpredictable. But to know that that is very much in the realm of possibility from happening at any given time. Yeah. Like whenever I am like really fucking busy, it's just like all right. Like yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's what this is, and it sucks right now. But like, and to be fair, it's yeah. not gonna like it's it doesn't suck in the bigger picture, and also like, and maybe this is just my thinking, but I think this is this industry. It is uh, run so much, and so much of its lifeblood exists in like youth. You know, true. Like we need to take advantage of this period of our lives True. because at some point it's diminishing returns unless you know uh yeah we, you find something very niche in your f- in your older years i feel like it's just like you know you're just like a bear who's just like feeding yourself up for hibernation <laughs> and stuff but it's good it's no good bit, it's been yeah. good it's Cause, been because not 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 all of us can be michael Caines and meryl streep who find success in an older age yeah you know but like yeah, youth is something to really take advantage of, especially in this industry, because so much of it is 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 dictated by youth. Oh, the youth, you know? wasted on the young. Yeah, so much of the art, so much of comedy is dictated by the youth, because like no one wants to hear from a bunch of old people. <laughs> so like at some point, like the craziness and the busyness, it's 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 it's. Yeah, then what happens after that? It's though? beautiful. That's my question. I don't know, like. I don't mind being super busy because, like, I I am assuming that when I'm like fifty five and like not doing this job anymore, I'm gonna have a lot more free time, and possibly enough money to do something cool with that free time. Like what? What would you do? Like, because I don't see myself ever wanting to stop, except for meth, maybe heroin. Yeah, heroin. Heroin's pretty great. Yeah. Actually, I probably won't touch meth. Maybe heroin. I hear. I hear. (laughs) Supposed to be really good. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't see myself ever not wanting to do 
Like, I mean, that's not real. I think no. I just see it evolving. I, 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 I get that. Like, I don't see myself, like, stopping creating or yeah, stopping yeah, yeah. the art or whatever. But, like, there is a certain truth to the fact that, especially of comedy, maybe mm. not so much of music, but especially of comedy, there is something where, like, they don't really want to hear from older yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, comedy is, like, a very... Like, I feel like with comedy, your tastes and, like, kind of what you're into, it's... It develops from like 16, 17 mm-hmm. and then stops around the age of 29, 30 when you have I to be a real adult and a real like, human person. there's a sweet spot though because I think you need to have lived your life and have some perspective on it. Because I mean, stand-up comedians, they don't get like really good until like their 40s. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that manic energy and stuff or writing on being on a writing staff, maybe like late 20s, early 30s. But yeah, I think stand-ups... It's, it's it's more about the audience seeks. I'm talking about mainly about the audience here. Mm-hmm. That the audience, like people, kind of like crave and look for comedy around the ages of 16, right until the late 20s, because mm-hmm. that's kind of like when you're looking for something subversive, as an audience, something that will surprise you, as an audience member, something subversive, something that will surprise you, something that um, uh, excites that sensibility, you know. And I feel like your limit for new kinds of comedy kind of stops around your late 20s. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, what you can and can't take. Because I'm sure you watch things point. now, like, on TikTok or whatever, yeah. and it makes zero sense to you. Yeah. You know? And, That's like, true. I'm sure to someone else, it's hilarious. And, it's like, true. those things pass me by as well. And I realize, like, oh, okay, this is where it kind of shifts. Where, like, you know, maybe if I watched this seven years ago, I would have glommed onto it a little quicker. But mm-hmm. now that I'm a little bit older, I think it's dumb. You know? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, how many audience members do you need? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that whole, what is it, from that musical, I'd rather be nine people's favorite things than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, yeah. In other words, I'm talking to you, listener. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Uh, but yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But it's good. It's just like, but like adjusting my lifestyle to be like, okay, okay, well, I have like three hours before I have my next thing. I'm going to take those three hours and like literally do nothing. Mm. I'm going to lie down. Mm. I'm going to veg out. I'm not going to like kind of think about stuff. It's just about taking the time so you can get it. Because yeah, not a single day off in a month. Nice. So it's good. Nice. What's your whopper of a week looking like? There's a lot of shoots. I'm yeah. doing. I'm doing like the first acting I'm, I'll be doing in quite a while. Oh, you haven't told me about that. What's, what's uh, that? No, it's can you like, share? It's like some China. No, it's like uh, I'm doing this thing of Adrian, uh, oh. which should be pretty fun. Yeah. DBS, you doing DBS? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be the first acting I've done in a hot second, so that should be interesting to jump yeah. into. I have a music video that I have to shoot. Yeah. Um, like literally the day before and I'm really hoping that I don't get too badly hurt during that video shoot because then you have Adrian because I have to shoot yeah that thing over the next three days so like it's funny timing yeah it's four days of shoot and the first one is the one where I'm probably gonna get my ass kicked Literally, but you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. just for context, I'm shooting a, a music video for my song, I'm Fine, that's out now on all platforms. Um, and the video is going to essentially contain me taking a lot of hard hits and ending up the way I look on the album art. Good stuff, man. And some of those things, I figured out ways to fake it and figured out ways to mitigate the, sa- uh, the, 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 the painfulness. Some stuff, you just got to take a hit. Um, and some stuff, yeah, you just got to take a hit. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I can talk about this. I've more or less conf- nah, confirmed pretty much. I'm doing the next uh, Sightline show, the, the Haunting Changi thing. Uh, sorry, 
Which one of the things that Ben did? <laughs> the hunting of Mandai. Hunting at Mandai. The ghost yeah, Mandai murder camp. at Mandai camp. Yeah. yeah oh, so they're doing, doing a, a third one? A trilogy? Yeah, a murder at Changi Hospital. Ooh. You know what's super nice? What? Is that anytime I get offered a role and I have to... I'm like, I'm always in Singapore. I'm always like, oh, fuck, man, my accent. I can't do it. And I just walked in there. I mean, they asked me specifically, so I'm like, okay. And at the end, the writer, uh, Chen, was like... Um, where are you from again? I'm like, oh, I'm from the Philippines. I mean, I could try. He's like, no, no, I want to incorporate it into the character. I was like, whoa! Like, it's so nice when they want to change a character around you. It yeah. It feels very uh, validating and like... Yeah, it means they want you. That means they really want you. So is your, is your character more of a, uh, a Filipino guy now? Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> was the initial demand like Singlish? Like straight up Singlish? No, 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 no. Like, um, it, it, they wrote him as a Eurasian dude that was like, that was kind of like well off. Right. So I was like, okay, I can kind of just sound like Nathan. <laughs> accent wise so i was like so i like i like i i kind of just like did tried my hardest to code switch and i thought i did an okay job right and i think they were okay with what i did and they were like okay we'll also make some facts about your character more filipino so it was cool moon is in it ah. so that should be fun funny yeah. thing because like, i was having a conversation about the shoot i'm having this weekend mm. and it was like the exact opposite i asked like can this character be more localized and like nope <laughs> <I'm> like, okay <laughs> for the dbs thing yeah <laughs> weird um, no because it's not for Singapore it's for it's regional right. so when I asked like can I just like singlish him up a little bit you know oh, um, like to open a bank account law it's vaguely okay. um, <laughs> just like you know make him sound like a local as opposed to like sounding like Generic how I choose to how I've chosen to sound <laughs> um, and yeah they went for it so yeah fair enough yeah so it's a commercial you're doing uh, not really like a short it's, film it's yeah a short film of sorts it's a commercial it's a short film that is a commercial, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's a commercial. <laughs> Everything's a commercial these days. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think you don't I don't think you shoot anything without it being a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough when you think about it. In it. In it. In it. Even 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 uh 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 home videos are technically commercials nowadays. Like you got vlogs, like sponsored vlogs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean I'm doing I'm, like our sketch group is doing stuff. I can guarantee you they're not commercials. Well, they're they're advertising. Well, you. for us, yeah. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> Everything's a commercial. Everything's a commercial. Yeah, yeah. How's that journey been? Been good. That's I mean that's another thing that's crazy adding to my workload, but it's good because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like like this last one I shot it, I was in front of the camera and I edited it, and man that was tiring, mm-hmm. stressful, and especially and I wrote it too, so it was just like oh, this is funny. I don't I don't know. It was very stressful, but it came out. It's yeah. good. Uh, we're about to announce that we're going to have a live show, which is going to be crazy. Nice. First that I can think of live sketch show in Singapore at the substation. Then we're cl- cl- tearing that bitch down. Isn't it already closed? Nah. Announced to be closed, just not closed yet. Got it. So we're having a show in April. I could have sworn May, that that place was announced to be closed like seven years ago. <laughs> it's like constantly. Like that, yeah. Right? Like I don't like I saw a bunch of people like mourning its loss and I'm like, I that's still around. Like yeah. I, th- like people were talking about it closing like three years ago. Like what's happening? Like I, just, I just never know. Yeah, it's just constantly in danger of. of, of All of out. these places are constantly in danger. Like an arts venue is such an impossible thing to sustain in Singapore, let alone after a pandemic, during a pandemic. Yeah, but I mean yeah. they're, what, I mean they're going, they're closing down for renovations. But when they reopen, it's going to be a multi-owner um, place or multi-tenant place and stuff. Because it's technically owned by the NAC. The National Art Council owns that building. Right. So when they open it up, they're going to have spaces for more people. So Did you know the National Arts Council technically also owns like um, uh, 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 the Pasir Panjang Power Station? That's so random. That's why they use it for like concerts and shit. That's why I did my show there last year. Yeah, that year. makes sense, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's a huge... 
huge space, and I really hope that like they. I mean, who wants to go to Pasir Panjang though? Um, it's not that far. It's like right near your old place. <laughs> That's far. It's not that far. It's like between. It's like near CBD. It's near Sentosa. So Wait a minute, St. <laughs> James? No, close to there, but not really there. Oh, it's okay. close-ish. It's like if if you drive, it's it's along there. It's 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 somewhere. I can't describe it. I, I, it's near, it's Pasir Panjang. Yeah, yeah. Um, but NAC owns that whole fucking building. And so, sorry, building is understating it. They own the whole power plant complex. They, they own the whole complex, yeah. and like that place could potentially be something for the arts in Singapore. It's just that it's so big that my brain cannot like compute what it could be because it's unprecedented. Singapore's never really had that much space for the arts. Seriously, why is this not a bigger thing then? Yeah, because it's a power station, it's and they new? have to, and they probably either have to tear the whole thing down or like undergo extreme renovations because right right now um this arts company in 1965 they've moved in there and Uh they've essentially established office offices in the rooms and like made them pretty and stuff but structurally it's still just an abandoned power station i love that i love like i mean that's part of what i love about substation too is that it's like has like a grungy vibe Mm -hmm. you know like a reclaimed area so that's cool is there like a black box esque no, space? it's a power station. It's just a whole huge It's a thing. whole huge power station that they occasionally kind of cordon off and section off into like a stage or like a small little thing, or like an arts, arts exhibition. Right. But imagine just huge empty space, gigantically high ceilings, power plant. <laughs> Sounds like a place to play Minus paintball. Minus all the machines because the, the floor is just cleared. So Sounds yeah. like a place to play paintball or airsoft. Or airsoft. Ish. There's not enough obstacles to make it fun. You just kind of be running around in the open. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's 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 almost unfathomable unfathomable to imagine like a, such a big space dedicated to the arts in Singapore. Because I don't know. For as long as I can remember, it's, it's always felt like it's kind of relegated to the side. That's different. Esplanade's like a theater, you know. Yeah. Like people pay money to go watch the arts happen there. So it only makes sense that they would also like make it a place to, you know, learn and create and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But it's it's a theater. I'm just grateful to have something like that, you know? You know, yeah. Again, uh, like there's very little, very few spaces for like, I don't know how to put it, just like. Like an incubator? Almost something like, like people that. trying out stuff. Something like that. Yeah, say I if I wa- say if I wanted to like experiment making sculptures out of my shit for a week, you know, I can't find a space to do that. I but probably for the best. That was a bad example. I don't know why that was the first one <laughs> yeah. I went to. Because <laughs> you went to buy that toilet. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I did yesterday? What? Um, I made that fucking. I made tomato sauce for spaghetti that had three ingredients. Have you heard that the onion butter tomato sauce recipe? Fucking next level shit, dude. Is it just onions, butter, and tomato sauce? Yeah. It's not even onion. It's okay. So you I'll take you this recipe right now, listeners. It is two cans of tomatoes. You put it into a pot. You take an onion, you peel it, you slice it right down the middle. That's it. Throw it in there. 75 grams of butter, which is, you know, like a handful. Put it in there. Cook it for 45 minutes. It's done. It's delicious. It's so good. And you just have like like whole pieces just chunk of chunk the onion. onion out of there. You chuck it out. Oh, you chuck the onion out. Yeah, when you're done. Right. Dude, it's like, it tastes like, imagine like Chef Boyardee, but like real. That's what it tastes like. But like, that's, it's, you're like, I can imagine what that tastes like. It tastes like delicious. 
But like, also, why wouldn't you want to? Okay, no, no. I get that it's like an easy, like, quick way to do it. But also, like, you could also just make it like a regular tomato sauce. Yeah, you know, with like garlic and uh, basil, you know, maybe basil and yeah. or and maybe other aromatics like carrot uh-huh. and celery. Or you can just like reduce the recipe and have it taste simpler and probably just as good. I don't know. I feel like that's too many recipes already. Too many ingredients. There's three ingredients <laughs> that you always have on hand. Boom. Yeah. No, no, I can get behind that. It's just that, you know. I, w- I was mostly, I was just blown away by how good it tasted, by how simple that was. Right. And it required so little work. So little work. I'm There's sorry. No olive oil. I'm, I'm sorry if my reaction's like disappointing. No, no, it's okay. It's, <laughs> you just haven't tasted it's, it. it. No, no, it's just that it, it makes complete sense that it would taste good because it's onions, butter, and tomato sauce. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't it taste good? But on the other hand, it's like you can make it taste better by just making a regular tomato sauce. It is just different, lot. But it's just it, it did blow my mind. I'm like I'm like eating this thing, and I'm like, there's no basil, there's no olive oil, yeah, there's no garlic, right? And I love it. Right, <laughs> it's so right, weird. Right, 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 just right, a weird right. experience. I get that. Was it like a the the same chef Boyardee orange as well? Kinda, <laughs> kinda a little bit. Nice. It wasn't that deep unctuous red because of so much butter. I think butter, I of course, being yellow. I haven't cooked so. a lot this week. Yeah, you've been busy. Yeah, but I hate it when I don't when I cook less. Mm. Like I know for a fact that cooking brings me like joy, and like I when I don't do it, my week feels less joyous. Oh, <laughs> I'm also trying to find recipes that are super easy to cook as well. So that's one of them. Are you getting less time to cook? Is that why? I just want to spend less time to cook cooking. If that makes sense, right? I want to cook more, and therefore I want to find recipes that take like less efficient. time. Yeah. Because like I'll cook if I cook I'll cook like one meal a day the other one will be bought but I wouldn't mind cooking twice a day, right? But I just want to spend less time in the kitchen. So just I'm watch tr- those like Kenji Lopez videos. Exactly. Yeah. So I've tried this week. I've tried that tomato sauce which I got from Josh Weissman. Is that his yeah. annoying dude's name? Yeah. That dude has such an annoying voice. You don't like it? Uh, yeah. No oh, right. <laughs> I like his edits. I do like his edits though. Yeah. I like his videos mm-hmm. and his recipes seem pretty good. Yeah. But his voice is very annoying. Um. So I made that. I made kachui pepe. Uh, which was a variation on Kenji Lopez's thing, and I made Kenji Lopez's. Did you did you do the cheese. thing where you where you boiled the rind in the pasta water? No, I didn't do that. Oh. Didn't have enough rind yet. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. You keep looking at your watch. Look, my watch is telling me to stand, so maybe I will. All right, here we go. Standing up because the Apple Watch told me to. I don't like this new John always looking at his watch while he's recording the episode. You're just worried because I'm closer to being a cyborg than you are. Yeah. You're just jealous. Yeah. I'm standing because my watch told me to. If Apple made like a like a like a lumbar spine, I'd totally buy it. The app, the eye the eye spine. Yeah, the eye back. Like, what would it do besides giving you some good support? Just like massages. Yeah. And like... Just Siri, obviously. Like like alarms. You know, you can yeah. set like a little vibrating like, alarm. Oh, okay. I support this idea very much. <laughs> the apple spine. I spine. Yeah. I totally... It, it like, can you imagine if it like just... You could listen to music, but no one else could hear it. It's just plugged directly into your spine. Into like your nervous system. Yeah, like you just hear it in your mind. <laughs> like the bass is so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I only say that because like I fucked my back up again. So oh, dude, <laughs> like, like last uh, earlier this week. Oh or last man, week. yeah, last week. Um, what did you do? I don't know. So it wasn't like, like an acute injury thing. It was just like wear and tear. Um, 
No, something definitely happened. It was just something that was so subtle. Right. You know, one of those things where you turn and then something fucks up. You know, it's just one of those things, you know. Um, Was it while you were BMXing? No. Okay. Um, Surprisingly, like, no real injuries came from that other than just, like, a scratch. But, like, um, I'm I'm starting to think that... Or not starting to think. I know (laughs) that a lot of the back pain comes from how tense my uh, legs and butt are. Right. Because I rarely stretch those out. And for example, like if I'm, uh, I can't touch my toes very easily without bending my knees. Really? That's how inflexible my legs are. You can't do one of these? Like I can do it. Like now I'm doing it. Yeah, because now we're standing because Apple told us to. Like I can do it. No problem. Yeah, but, but your knees like, are bending. I can see it. Yeah, it's bending very slightly, and it's also now like, holy shit, this Pain? whole area is just... You feel just loaded? Like, yeah, this whole area now is just screaming, <sighs> and oh, it doesn't... Feels good. It feels like a nice stretch, but it also feels like I need to do this just, a lot more. We're just stretch. recording the podcast while bending over. This is weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm pretty sure <sighs> that like if I can decrease the tension over here... right. Because also, like, occasionally when I go for massages and, like, they go at my legs, holy shit. Oh, for me, for my, it's like calves. Like, my calves, it's like, okay, I'll tell you whatever information you want to know. This is torture. Yeah, no. Like, when they go at my legs, it's straight up torture as well. Um, and I think a lot of that tension is causing lower back pain. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Because I don't think... Sorry, sorry. Shut your fucking watch sorry. up. I, I'm not talking to you, Siri. Thank you. But, like, I don't <laughs> think... Like, I think a lot... The, like. A little bit of it exists in the back anymore. I think a lot of it is just from like how tense my legs are because I feel that immediately after I stretch them a little bit, uh-huh. that that pain just dissipates. Right. But it comes back over time because that tension is not fully unlocked. Um, so yeah, I need to sort that out. Just like make be super diligent with stretching, so I stop fucking my back up. Mm. Also, second thing is that I really think I need to like get another CAT scan. Oh. Just to see what's up, because I right. the last time I got one was when I was sixteen, and that's how I found out that I had a herniated disc. Right, and I haven't checked it since. Sounds like you need to go to an ortho doctor, just in general. Yeah, I go for a checkup and see what they say. Probably, I don't think. I don't think. Also, you can show up to like a CT scan and be like, "Hello, look at me, please," and then like, "Thank you." You can't do that. Yeah, well, I mean, can you just like pay them money. I guess you could, <laughs> like, just pay them money. Just go like, here's some money. <laughs> they need what you call. They need. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I like mean, they're expensive, so they probably take it. But yeah, they need a referral. Mm. Yeah, you should do it, man. What if you have can't? Another... I just like bring my old one and go like, can I get a re up? You know, maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Excuse but me. I, I should... I'm, no, I'm not happy with these. Can I get a refund, please? <laughs> or but yeah, redo? I should. I should probably look into that at some point within like the next. M- month or two um just because i keep saying that i want to like re-examine it yeah, and yeah, see yeah. what's up because i don't know like it could be exactly the same or it could be completely fucked beyond my imagination and i have been ignoring it yeah what if the disc is gone dude what if it's just disappeared <laughs> like dissipated <laughs> into your spine yeah i don't know anymore but yeah i should i should do all of those things yeah. because maintaining your body is important and yes. I don't do enough to make sure that that is happening. You want to start doing yoga? Let's do yoga. Yeah, we just had a yoga instructor move into our apartment. We should, oh, yeah. We I'm not, a, actually, yeah, I was, I mean, not super serious, but now that if it, if we just have Apple bring us down, just yoga us out. Right. I'd be down for that. Just make her breakfast and then she teaches us yoga, right? Yeah. Like a trade-off of sorts. I think she'd be down for that. I'll give her improv classes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's this place I've been meaning to try. In, I think it's called Dr. Stretch. Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard about that place. I want to try it, but it's stupidly expensive. How much? Like over 150 bucks. 
for like a one hour stretch session. That's the thing. Like I've looked at a lot of physios, a lot of chiros, a lot of that kind of place. Yeah. That's kind of just the going price. Yeah. But it's, I just like, I mean, I mean, I like the idea of just like, okay, I'm going to lie back. You, you work out for me. Thank you. (laughs) Go to Healthland. Yeah. It's cheaper and you get like 90 minutes. That is pretty good. Right. Um, But yeah, that's just too much. I don't know where you got your massage degree from, too. It could be from Puerto Rico or something. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I need to sort that out because it was just so sudden and out of nowhere. And like, nothing happened. I was just, like, moving around and then, like, boop. You also need a firmer mattress, I'm pretty sure. Yeah? Yeah, your mattress is... I don't think the mattress has anything to do with it. Like, because it didn't... Yeah, yeah you I need to know. see a doctor. Yeah, I need to see it. We doctor. don't know what the fuck. We don't, neither of us know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Really. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not my mattress because I've had this mattress for like three years now. Oh, and were you uh, pain-free the whole three years? I would say more pain-free than I have ever been in my life, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Like, cause, but also because I've paid more attention to it in the past three years in terms mm-hmm. of correcting my posture, making mm-hmm. sure I'm like rolling out, stretching out, maybe not stretching as much as I should. Like, I'm stretching for, like, 10 minutes when I should be stretching for, like, 20. Right. You know? Yeah. I hope you're okay. I'm sure, it'll be fine. Have it checked out. Nothing wrong with that. Uh. Uh, keep thinking. It's like, when do I have to start getting my, my colon checked? Your colon? Yeah, your colon. Isn't that like your a 40s. 40s thing? Yeah. You can get a head start. Why not? It seems like fun. Tickle the prostate. Do you know what happens in the procedure? Because I don't really. I know there's a glove. There's no camera, right? I think they just. I think it's more of tactile, right? They just reach in there and they just like feel around. Can't you do that then? I mean, I'm not trained. Like, can't they I mean, just I, like put up a post and like say like, if you feel this, it's probably this. If you feel that, it's probably that. Like, I could stick my phone finger up my butt. Yeah, Who, everyone can. Yeah, like it, it'd be a lot less intrusive than someone else doing it. You just need a flyer of some kind to just tell you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how how many variations of like. Stuff could you feel? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how deep does the finger go that you need like an entire book or like like a, a degree, like a chapter in a book? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like a, like a leaflet could do it. Yeah, like a like a strong flyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's start a revolution. Uh huh. We're gonna get so many people killed. No colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> Take it into your own hands. Oh, oh, we already have a slogan. <laughs> Take your colon health into your own hands. <laughs> oh God. God in heaven. That's, hey, that's a sketch right there. It can be, certainly. Uh, have you watched Raya yet? No. I want to watch it. And I hear people are upset with it. Oh, really? I haven't learned anything. I'm kind of like on media blackout about it. No, I just hear people are upset with it because it's just not a good movie. Like, oh, I'm sure I'm sure it represents Asians and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. It's just but, not a good movie. I'd rather it represent Asians poorly but be a good movie. Right? <laughs> like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, don't do both, though. Don't be Mulan the live action. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. Not the best Asian representation, but great movie. There's it, like no Asians in that cast. Just the dad. Lucy Liu. And Bushido. And Jackie Chan. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and some I don't know why in my head. There's all, quite a lot of Asians all in All I there. see is Jack Black and Angelina Jolie. There's quite a lot of Asians in there. It's just not a very great representation of Asian culture in general. Even though that's exactly what it is. But it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Uh, and Master Ugwe is great. Um, but yeah, I hear I, I hear that Raya Who's was... Raya? Is it Lana Condor? Who plays the voice of Raya? Aquafina. For real? Yeah. Oh, that sounds annoying. It's Aquafina and uh, Force Awakens Girl. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, a Trang, a Tool Trang, Marie Tran. Yes, Jody Marie, Marie Tran, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it's her and Aquafina, so you know that that's what it is. I don't know. I'm 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 keeping my mind open. I I wanna. I'm curious to watch it. Yep. Um, I'm just not setting like the highest expectations. Yeah. Because yeah. I heard, I I saw I saw a tweet that said it uh, starts like Brave. Um, okay. Continues like uh, Moana. Okay. And ends like Frozen. I'm super into it. Let's go. But all three of those those movies are kind of. I love them all. You like Brave? Does Raya have music? Why did you like Brave? No, actually, I've never seen Brave. What is wrong with you? I've never seen Brave. Is it good? <laughs> no. It's bad? It's like bad? It's actively horrible. Really? Because it's like... Okay, fine. It's not like the worst. It's just so fucking boring. Oh, okay, nothing happens. <laughs> like, it's so boring. It has a twist that is interesting for like the first few minutes just because it's like, what are they doing? And then it goes on and then the movie just ends with that thing keeping going and it's just not great. Okay. I can just spoil it. Like, the, his, her mom turns into a bear. What? And this is not alluded to at any point during the trailers in anything. So, like, in the in the first few minutes, you're like, oh, this is interesting. But then they don't really go anywhere with it and her mom is just a bear now. And then she has to, like, be- make her mom not a bear or something like that. I can't remember. Is there a message behind It's just that? not good. It's just not good. You think, like, the movie's going to be this, like, coming-of-age story with this, like, badass girl who can, like, also be an archer. And yeah. is just, like, you know, going through all these, like, how, like, you know, these adventures or, like, how to train your dragon-esque kind of, like, hero's journey. I like Kelly McDonald. Yeah. But it's just boring. It's just her mom turning into a bear. I'd be pretty bummed if my mom turned into Yeah, I know, but it's like not a great adventure. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But I like Moana and I like Frozen, so... Yeah, okay, Moana's pretty good, but Frozen was... Eh. Yeah, does Raya have music? Is it a musical? I have no idea. For but Frozen's reason, I like... I thought about it. Eh. You know, like, I, I'm not one of those people that don't like Frozen because it's, like, overplayed or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just don't like... I just don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, I don't think it's... You don't have to defend your position. Yeah, like, it's not the worst... But it's no brave. I have never actively searched for it or any of its counterparts it's or okay. any of its spin-offs. You're not a five year old girl. Yeah, it's not my kind of it's yeah, it's not it's not directed towards me, but that doesn't mean it's like not great or anything. Fair enough, fair enough, fair I enough. Just, you know. But I mean when I mean at the end of the day, it's not like we're not we, we don't I feel like we're not really the Disney audience we're the Pixar audience, right? Like when was the last good Disney movie? Animated movie. I don't know. But also like how do you think that business model is going to take off like this. Like, Cause Pixar seems to be making movies that grow up their audience. Yeah. Like what are their movies going to look like in like 20 years? Just very depressing. It's going to be a colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> inside out two. Oh, inside <laughs> out your toot. Oh, the colon days. Um, it could happen. Yeah. And this is going to be the same character, but she's older now. And like, she's got problems. She's got to get her ass checked too. Do girls need to get colonoscopies? I don't think as much so because I think when they check your colon, they're like really looking at your prostate or something. I'm not sure. Do girls not have a prostate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is hey a Siri, <laughs> do women have prostates? Happy International Women's Day, everybody! <laughs> right? Yes. Do women have prostates? They have to. Here's what I found. Right? 
like prostate mm-hmm. isn't like a prostate isn't like a guy thing. It's just like in your butt, right? I don't. I don't no. I feel like if you have a butthole, you have a prostate. No. Can females get pregnant? Blah 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 blah. I have to do it. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, it's more like this is too much to read to really get into, but I don't know. It's weird that I can't get a yes or no answer from you, Siri. You know, you know why? Because it's it's fucking Siri. <laughs> like sometimes you just gotta like ask Google, and I'm just asking Google right now: Do women have prostates? And it says in women, the prostate gland, although generally smaller, they also have one. There you go. Yeah, they have one. It is uh close to the urethral opening, so as it should. Yes, that's where it is. The pro state of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like women just have smaller colonoscopies, I guess. <laughs> they just use the pinky. Exactly. Ew. <laughs> the fuck is wrong or, with this? Or, or what if like, or what if like, there's like a secret that women are keeping from men that like women do their colonoscopies by themselves. <laughs> They're like, ha ah. Yeah. <laughs> like they just know how to do it and they know exactly like, you know, they know exactly what they have to do. But like because women have to go through all that other shit, uh-huh. like pregnancy and periods like, let's just and keep, stuff. Let's keep this one to ourselves. Yeah, they're girls. like, let's keep this to ourselves. Let's let, make the guys go through all this shit and go to a doctor and need to have another man put their finger up their asses. Yeah. Well, you know, they've got to balance the scale somehow. They've got to emasculate us somehow, or else the power imbalance is just way off more than it already is. It's true. It's true. Jokes on them, though, because I haven't had a pap smear in years. Mm. (laughs) That's such a weird pap smear. You know, I I legit used to think, like when I was younger. Yeah. Like I'm talking much younger, like, you know, in my primary school days. Yeah. I used to think that girls had these kind of secrets from guys, not specifically about prostates and colonoscopies. But but there's some kind of uniform, like. G- girls yeah. have like a secret cult, yeah, yeah, like a WhatsApp group that like yeah. Men are I used to, to think that all girls just had like a like like secrets from guys, and would just like not tell guys about certain things, and like I don't even know what I'm alluding to. Like it, I I just remember having this thought as a kid, and it was probably born from how separated genders were in mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm. and like me growing up with that, and like and it made it seem like there was a reason why we were separated yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I legit used to think that like girls had some kind of secret, like they could turn invisible or something and just didn't tell anybody. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 For real. Like I just used to have those kinds of thoughts because women were generally just a mystery to the younger they version still are. of me. They still are. Less so like the, you have no idea when I was younger, I just straight up did not understand women. Mm. Like when, even when I was like, as old, a concept, like older, like 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Like still just like, I, I couldn't, f- I couldn't even vaguely fathom a, 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 a girl's sexuality. Right. Like I couldn't fathom that a girl could be a sexual being like, yeah. Now you, now you write songs about them. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, back when I was writing songs about them when I was younger, I didn't understand a damn thing of what I was yeah. writing. Actually, your songs are more introspective these days. Yeah, they're more <laughs> more about you rather than about women. Yeah, but as, um, as it should be. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's a weird time. I remember distinctively having this thought in church of like, I think girls can turn invisible. They're not telling us. Or like, mm-hmm. I think girls have like a like a secret like like. Like Sisterly. like a nine and three quarters style like room that they go into like when no one's looking. Women's bathrooms. 
Something like that. <laughs> like they they walk into the bathroom and then they walk into the stall on the furthest to the left and then like they 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 push like a like a tile and then the whole toilet bowl just like sinks to the floor and then like a tunnel comes up. Yeah, shit like that. You know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, I still remember vaguely a time when I was young enough that like I I my I had to accompany my parents to a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So if I was with my mom, she would take me to the women's room, you know. And I remember I have very little recollection of the women's. I room. still vaguely remember enough to be like, "What the fuck? Why is this so much nicer than the guys' room?" Yeah, women they get everything. I so maybe it's it is that I can't remember which women's restroom this was, but um. And I promise this wasn't a creepy thing. Like the 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 the, the premises were empty, and I was just like wandering around the premises. Um, okay, it was empty and closed. <laughs> no one would have been in this place other than like the, the people that we were shooting with. Um, so I was just like exploring the place, and I was like, I walked into the women's bathroom because like genuinely curious. Yeah, they had like a fucking like a couch area, like a it's almost, but like a, like a powder area, mm-hmm. like a, like like a, like an island in the middle of the bathroom where you can like do your makeup and like mirrors and lights and shit. Yeah, well, they have to look pretty for us men, so yeah, it's messed up. It's messed up. It really is messed up. But also, like, goddamn, they have like a whole thing. Like, yeah. and I and I was like, oh, it's maybe this place is just fancy. I walked into the men's bathroom. It looked like any other men's bathroom. Right. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's a shock I get? Do you ever like walk into a, a bathroom and there's like you don't see any urinals and you're like, oh my god, I'm in the wrong place. That happens to me quite often. And I'm like, oh wait, there are the urinals. Or like a men's room without urinals is just not very trustworthy, you know what I'm saying? A little bit. But it's also been a very long time since I've like had that thought because I think it's been a long time since I've accidentally walked into a women's bathroom. Like it's happened before. Yeah. You know, those times you're just kind of like spacing out, looking spacing at your phone. Out. Sometimes the symbols are a little bit weird. Sometimes the symbols are a bit weird. Like, I, like especially when they get into like geometric shapes. You've got opposed, one job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially when you start going into like these really like abstract shapes as opposed to just male and female. Yeah. Or like red and blue, whatever yep. scheme you want to go with. Sure. <laughs> but like, yeah. Or just make non-gender, non-gendered bathrooms. Yeah, like an Ally McBeal. Yeah. Would you poop? I don't get that reference. I never watched that show. Yeah, they, they lawyers. They had a multi, they had a unisex bathroom. Got it. Um, would you ever poop in a unisex bathroom? Yeah, that's weird. Why? No, no one... I mean it's. I feel like, like that's good. Yeah, but I feel like the, the thought of doing that is weird to me. Like, I do it, but I, I I wouldn't if like someone saw me walking. <laughs> like if someone looked at me walking to the stall and I was like, "Hey, see ya." I mean, walking in... I would think twice before shitting. Do you think... Walking out is just as bad as walking in, and you can't really control... Well, I guess you can control when you walk out, I guess. Just wait Yeah, for you people. can just, like, yeah, wait. Just wait. And but then, then there's always, like, a, the slightest gap in yeah. the door. You can kind of just, like... But then you're, out. like, you're just a dude waiting. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm wasting my life because I can't face the fact that I pooped. I can't let the stranger know. I don't know. I don't know. Have I ever told the story about how, like, I used to have lunch in public restrooms? No. No, <laughs> no, you did not. You used to have lunch in public restrooms. Yeah, this was like in the days when I didn't have a lot of friends and was performing a lot, and like had, had so sad. And like, what a sad intro to a story. <laughs> okay, like you know, all the friends that I knew were just like school friends, and like I was like fifteen uh-huh. or fourteen, uh-huh. and I was performing very often right. in random ass places. Sure. All over Singapore, I would I would have to go to a like two thirty sound check, and have to be on standby for the next three hours before mm-hmm. going to perform at this random thing at sure, like sure, six sure. o'clock or whatever. And in between, like I would 
just like find lunch and like I wouldn't know where to go. And I guess at the time I just wasn't secure enough to like sit at a restaurant by myself, uh-huh. I guess. I don't know why I, I did love, this. I love sitting in a restaurant. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. Because like the idea of it to me right now like isn't vaguely sad at all. Yeah. But like at the time, I don't know why, but I, I would choose to bring it to the restroom and like put the seat down and just sit there and eat my lunch. I would do the same thing too, but like you're not worried about poop particles in the air, getting your sandwich. Yeah, I know. It's, tell that to a 14, 15 year old. <laughs> tell it to me. I would do it now if I, you know, had the inkling to. But yeah, I, that, that's something that I, I used to do in public restrooms. I'd just like sit there and eat there and use my phone. And then like that's like my own private little space. <laughs> I mean, and then, Singapore. Like, a few hours later, I'd walk out and just like perform on stage and then like take a bus home. That is. Truly, the saddest thing. <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it's nice though. It feels yeah, nice. It's pretty sad claiming when I, a space for your own. Yeah, it's pretty sad when I like when I like uh, lay out the facts. When I lay it out and kind of like verbalize it. At the time, it did not feel sad. Yeah. No, at the time, like, it King felt your little castle. I get that. Yeah, at the time, it was just like you know, it's my quiet time. Yeah, it's like my little, it's like my little private time. And then I would usually like go from there and then like uh, go to a bookstore back That's when cool. they existed. Yeah, and then like sit down, read a comic book, and then like pass by another hour and then go do the show. It sounds and like you were too early for your gigs. Yeah, just because fucking sound checks. Sure, and then, sure, like, sure. it would be in, like, the. Like, it, it would be, like, a random sound check in, like, Bishan. Oh, right, okay. And then it would take me so long to get back home fair, because, fair, like, fair. this was before I drove or anything. Right, right. So it's like, oh, if it's going to take me one hour to go back home and it's going to take me one hour to get here, mm-hmm. and then that only leaves me, like, one hour to, like, make it back. And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to stay here. Toilet McSpicy party. Exactly. Yes. Except it was a. <laughs> It was like usually a bandito pocket. But yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> KFC. All right. Good times. That was good times. Mm-hmm. I got to start getting ready. I have a show tonight on Beautiful. Zoom. I'm doing a little thing with Sam C, you know, stand up comedian uh, Sam C, yeah, yeah, yeah. who had us on for wrestling. Yeah. Nice. He's having me on for a little thing called No Right Answers. It's a trivia show where apparently I'm not supposed to give right answers, but fuck that. Is there a replay? Uh, I don't know. Audience, I think so. I think so. I'll All post right. a link. Yeah. Um. You. This will have already happened because it's on Zoom. But uh-huh. if you follow me on Instagram, you would have known about it because I shared it as a story. I do social media. Mm-hmm. Stories don't count anymore. You gotta post that shit. Oh fuck! Fuck my life. I don't get it. <laughs> Too old for social media. It's all passed me by, just like comedy. <laughs> anyway. What are you up to tonight, man? You got work to do. You got twenty four to watch. You got Jack Bauer saving the world. Um. I have. Oh man. I don't even know. It's like one of those things where there's just too many things to do that if I think about it, it becomes scary. Yeah. But if I parse it out, okay. Right now, it's mostly like I need to source out and make sure that every th- I have all the props needed for the music video shoot. Um, I need to make sure that everyone has the right timing. When are you shooting? Can I come kick your ass? Um, and I, yeah. I'll be careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, going to be this. We'll talk about it offline. <laughs> it's on the 12th. Is oh, that okay, Friday? Never mind. That is a Friday. Is that Friday? 12th? Yes. Are you free then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you're if you're down, you can come down. Oh help. shit, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, there's that, and then I also got to memorize the script at some point. Um, I really have to take a shit, and like right now. I mean, we've been talking about it for an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, I so. know. It's kind of been. It's like turtling right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when like an expression is so yeah, viscerally, visually visceral. You. Like I love it. Like I, that's one of my favorite. Like, turtle, turtle, <laughs> turtle. It just paints such a picture. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead. Yeah. Uh, thank you for, again for coming back once again. You're the best. Um, hey, 
it's been a while since uh, we've uh, 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 urged you to do this, but if you haven't in a while, why not tell a friend about the show? Yeah. <laughs> because we fully understand that after a podcast, you know, becomes a certain number of years old, the audience growth just kind of stops. We're, you're just comfortable with us now. Yeah, We're the audience growth just kind of stops and it's it, it will ostensibly not grow in the foreseeable future. And we don't have to grow. We don't have to become this giant thing that eventually becomes too distant for you to feel close to but, anymore. Hey, but hey, if you, know, <laughs> if you like us, if we... If we if we make your week a little bit, then why not share it with a friend? You exactly. Why not? why not? Especially a friend if they don't listen to podcasts. We're like, we're a very low-level, you know. Intro to yeah. the concept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't require much. All right, then. All right, cool. This has been episode 160, by the way. That's Nathan. Is it 160? John. Yeah. Oh. I feel like we should have made a bigger deal out of that at some point. Sweet 160? I don't know. Mm. Eh, whatever. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.